0: Worldview Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. In the Northern Hemisphere, massive wildfires are now burning in at least nine countries. Strong, dry winds, high temperatures stoking massive fires. Some of them are being described as moving like a blowtorch. There are fires in Algeria, Croatia, Italy, Portugal, Greece, many other places, many lives being put in danger as a result. In Greece, some people have burnt to death. Professor François Engelbrecht is uh, at the Global, as a professor of of climatology at the Global Change Institute at Wits University. Professor Engelbrecht, good morning. Morning, Stephen. Thanks for having me. We've seen wildfires before. Have we ever seen anything like this where there are so many massive blazes all at the same time, all in the same hemisphere, all in such hot, dry weather?
1: Well, Stephen, these These wildfires are certainly driven by heat waves of an unprecedented duration and magnitude. So that's the first aspect that is exceptional. It's the the weather that is driving the wildfires. For example, in Greece, where we've had 80 different fires over the last week or so, the heat wave has now been lasting for about 17 days. So that's the longest duration heat wave in the history of Greece. And at times the temperatures were above 41 degrees Celsius and yesterday they peaked above 44 degrees Celsius on Rhodes Island, where some of the biggest evacuations had to take place. So the weather itself, the heat waves, are directly attributable to climate change. So it's climate change that's fueling the intensity and the long duration of these heat waves. Um, a recent study have found that the heat waves that we've just seen uh, in June and July across the Northern Hemisphere are impossible to have occurred without these additional greenhouse gases we've been pumping into the atmosphere. So without all the carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, these events would not have happened. And of course it is the dry and warm weather as you've just uh, rightly mentioned that has been driving the wildfires themselves. Now, Now in recent years, we have actually seen similar heat waves heat waves have been intensifying in europe in, in the mediterranean parts of southern europe over the last 10 years and we've seen similar unfortunately we have seen similar events of really widespread uh, fires occurring across the southern mediterranean so this is becoming an uncommon event for the european mediterranean region
0: is that another way of saying this is going to become the new normal there the new normal in parts of the northern hemisphere
1: Yes, one can make that statement except for the important caveat that things will unfortunately get worse. So we should expect to deal with these types of heatwaves more frequently. They they have now become a part of our lives, so you, you may refer to that as a new normal. But the hard reality is that temperatures will continue to rise for as long as the global warming process continues. And therefore the heat waves of the next ten years will be even worse than the, than these extreme heat waves we've seen over the last ten to five years in, in the southern Mediterranean. In, in I mean in southern Europe in the Mediterranean. This uh, this past June was the wet was the warmest June ever measured by humans, by the way, globally, and July will certainly also break the all time record. So we are in uncharted territory when it comes to levels of global warming and also their regional impacts.
0: For a lot of people then, it becomes about, um, that's quite a stark picture you paint, of preparing our societies for this. Uh, people aren't going to want to change the way that they live. And yet they're going to have clearly no choice. We will have to. It is, it is of
1: course, about adapting to these changes. It's also about trying to slow down the global warming process through the way that we live our lives on the planet. So in terms of slowing down global warming, that, that brings us back to this important question about how do we mitigate greenhouse gas emissions? So how do we, on a planetary level, phase out the fossil fuels as quickly as we can, the official goal through the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change Processes is, of course, to achieve carbon neutrality by 2050. But already by 2030, if we want to stand a chance of reducing these impacts, the science tells us that emissions need to be cut with about 45% compared to current levels, which is an immense challenge. But also we need to adapt to the changes. It's also true for us in South Africa Let me remind the listeners that in January, we had nine people who died in the Northern Cape in the Kakamaz area during an extreme heat wave event. And this upcoming summer is likely to be an El Niño summer in South Africa. It is likely to be hotter this coming January than last January. So also in our own country, we need to think, how do we adapt? How do we look after our people that do outdoor works? How do we look after our people that live in in informal housing when a heat wave strikes?
0: Professor, thank you. Very stark warning there. Professor François Engelbrecht is a part of the Global Change Institute in the Department of Climatology at Fitz University. 27 after 6.